saying bill sorry man i've been like i like I, I thought i had covid i got the vaccine but i just been sick like no other and the second shot the second shot did you in no i got the second shot like a month ago i don't know what happened i'm just like uh i just i've been sneezing coughing i had like a hundred and point eight or something nothing crazy holy shit no a hundred Oh, 100.8, okay. Yeah, not 108, yeah, yeah, yeah. So nothing crazy, but like my wife's like toughing up basically. Um, mm. And then trying to watch the baby while that's going on and just, uh, it's been a, la- a rough couple days, but it's okay. I'm here, we're here, do a great podcast. Uh, we got a great show today. Uh, we got Grant Dawson, who's on a huge streak. He's the guy that won with one second left his last fight, which was insane. We have Tom Lawler, who's in the PFL. That guy had a crazy trip. He's in the UFC. And he got banned for like, I don't know, ostrogen or something that he didn't know. And I believe him. And he's been a pro wrestler. He was in that Golden Boy MMA thing. Now he's in the PFL. He could win a million dollars. So we have a whole – and then uh, we have another guy who's fighting for the LFA uh, this week who's also a badass who wrestles for OSU, which is Tom Ryan. He's the guy that gave me the scholarship, which was uh, – uh, I, I didn't take it. But um, Tom Ryan's one of the best wrestling coach. Mike Why didn't you take it? Um, because, uh, there's this about the guy's name is Mark Showtime Martin. Cause I thought that like, when I was in high school, like wrestling was my entire life. And I thought like, if I went to college, I wrestled D1, it would just be my whole life again. Yeah. And, like, if I go D3, then I could actually have fun in college at the same time wrestle and it won't be my whole life. But you wanted to crush some puss and you thought that it'd be well, easier to crush puss. No, wrestling, I was wrong. Cause wrestling is the kind of sport. It's like all or nothing. There is no like. Even D3 is basically like, you know, three practices a day, working out, or two practices a day, loop cutting weight. If you want to be good at anything, there's no, yeah. especially with wrestling. Maybe basketball is different or football, but when you're wrestling, D1, D2, D3, it's a full-time job. Yeah. If you want to be an All-American. So yeah. I, I learned that really quickly, and I was, I kind of burned myself out. I was losing like 18 pounds a week. I was coming in at 150. Whoa. On Monday and weighing 134 with 16 pounds by by Thursday, doing it all the wrong way. We're talking about like sleeping with seven layers on, opening up the windows so I would shiver at night, just not eating Wednesday and Thursday, having salad sandwiches, uh, right. spitting in a cup all week, wearing two rubber suits to go for runs. And the year that I did that, two kids died. From Holy cutting. shit! Um, in you, in your not in your program, but not like my program, in- but in my league. One kid oh, in your league. Yeah, well, kids were wearing rubber suits, and uh, they were wearing rubber suits. One kid was jump roping in the shower with a rubber suit, and he passed out. And another kid was on a, a bicycle with a rubber suit in the shower and passed out. 
which I didn't even think of that. Like, I definitely would have done that. Had, had I, I, I might have in a bicycle in a shower. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm not even going to be like, oh, that's so stupid because I 100% would have done that. Of course. Was an option. Now, don't uh, you think that uh, the colleges or high schools have any obligation to this bullshit at this point? Because at this point, like, everyone's being nicer and trying to protect everyone. Like, now that looks like abuse. Well, they changed the rules. They changed the rules to, like, um, after, after that, they, go, they had a body percent fat thing where you can't get within, like, you can't lose within, like, 5% body fat or 6%. But it's still kids find the ways to do it. I think anytime – it's hard, man. I think anytime you have uh, sports where people weigh in and you yeah. have an advantage by being at a higher weight game time, kids are going to do that. Um, yeah. Like, even with this Ben Askren fight – I mean, he never should have agreed to fight at 190. He fought at 170. So yeah. he was fighting a guy that was 210, 215, you know, and he was fat. He was a fat 170. I mean, yeah. he, he could have been 55, I think. Um, oh, for he, sure. I mean, he'll say no, but so, I mean, wait. Have, have you talked to Ben since the Jake Paul fight? I texted him and uh, he texted back. He's such a good dude because I'm like, hey, man, you know, like, Ben, you're fucking, you're, uh, you know, that was a bad stoppage. At the same time, I'm thinking about it. It's probably a good stoppage. I don't want to see the guy get completely laid out. Uh, but, hey, you know, keep your head up. I love you and anything. And he wrote back, like, thanks, man. How are you doing? Like, his first thing is, like, what's new with you? Like, that's how Ben is. Like, he just is on his own little planet, man. Like, like, when he texted out, when he tweeted out during the thing, like, this isn't family entertainment. Like, because – he really was thinking that like yeah he has like his wrestlers and the families like i don't know man ben is just uh he's a different he's a different kind of guy um and uh i i i'm still angry that that happened to him because i think the that, stoppage the stoppage you think the stoppage is too early the whole fight I, I think him going in there like not knowing how to really know how to box it shows you how good you can be in mma yeah. and not be a great boxer if you're a great wrestler or even yeah. a good boxer even a, even an average boxer he's not even an average boxer like like ben Askren, it shows you how it used to be like they would argue oh what's the most important skill i think i think this shows that wrestling is the most important skill yeah it used to be jujitsu is created to show that jujitsu was now wrestling is pretty much proven to be the dominant force in uh, MMA wrestling with grappling because he would take you down and also submit you a rear naked choke yeah. or whatever. But I mean, I'm trying to think of one guy that ever crossed over really to either one. And now it's getting ridiculous because now they're saying that, uh, now Jake today got announced that Logan Paul is going to fight Mayweather. Yeah. June 5th. Uh, and which is also crazy because they're saying that Logan can't weigh more than 190. And Mayweather can't weigh more than 160, which, like, why can't, what, you have to have a 30-pound <laughs> like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, why can't Mayweather get up to one, like, is he going to be too out of shape? If you, like, why are we, why are we capping the, the lighter guy? I, like, well, that makes no sense, right? Yeah. I mean, like, what, Bill, talk to me about that, because why can't he be 175 versus a 190 pound? Like, what, like why can't they just make a catch weight? But well, because if, I think Floyd Mayweather's people try and prove, like, it doesn't matter how much bigger this guy is. I'm going to fucking school him. Yeah, I know. But nobody cares. I don't, I'm, I'm curious as to why. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Why are they capping Mayweather's weight? I could see why they're saying, okay, Logan can't win 190 because oh. they don't want to be 230 versus a, a 145 pounder. I guess it's like a handicap in golf. 
it's a ha- it's a hand- handicap for a black man. You know what I mean? You gotta fucking like. I mean, are they saying that like because if he weighs more than one one sixty, then he'll be out of shape? No, I think what they're saying is that like we get that this is a lopsided fight, and it's not a realistic entertaining fight. So the only way to make it entertaining is to force a weight differential. It was like in the last Rocky movie where Stallone's fighting; he's like sixty eight years old and he's fighting. Yeah. The only way they had it realistic is the other guy's arm was like broken. Right, right, right. And you're right. like, okay, I guess if he's 60, he could be a guy with who has one arm. It's like that. I know, I know. And he still lost. I just don't understand the, the cap on the smaller guy. I can see the cap on the bigger guy, but I don't understand yeah. the cap on the smaller guy. I, that makes no sense. So what, what happens if he's five pounds over? They're like, sorry, fight's off. We got to return yeah, you're the only 25 pounds lighter? Uh, that, yeah. makes, that makes no sense to me. Um, so yeah, so that's gonna happen. And now they're saying McGregor versus Jake Paul is gonna happen. Um, oh, I'd like that fight. I like that fight. I mean, people are thinking that, that, according to some poll, I don't know who they're polling. I mean, it's like, like, I never got a phone call about this. Like, I mean, what, it's like, I mean, I never get polled anyway. So like, even on the election, on real polls, allegedly. But according to the, this poll, 30% of people think that Jake Paul can knock out Mayweather. I mean, he can knock out McGregor, which is like, Crazy because look, McGregor is not Ben Askren. McGregor trained for a fight, trained for Mayweather. He trained mm-hmm. strictly boxing for, for a year. Yeah. So, and we got to think that he's been sparring for 10, 12, 15, I mean, however long he's been fighting. Yeah. Um, so he's. I mean, wasn't doing, he like an amateur boxer in Ireland too? I think he was an amateur boxer in Ireland. So we got to think that, and he's a better athlete than Jake Paul, and yeah. he's stronger than Jake Paul. He's got a better right hand than Jake Paul. I don't see where Jake Paul has the advantage in other than the fact that McGregor has been training Muay Thai, Jiu Jitsu, but I mean, McGregor was also training for Pacquiao. If you're training for Pacquiao, I I don't see, I don't see it. I mean, how, how is, how, man. But the point is one of these YouTube fucks has got to go down. (laughs) You know what I mean? For real. Like it's enough is enough, man. Well, BJ Penn said he wants, by the way, sorry that I'm sick. Like I said, if I'm off today, I apologize. Uh, BJ Penn also said he wants to fight. I don't want to see this. I don't want to see that either. Nobody, they can't like, we got to have an intervention on this one. Like, like I said, he walks to the, to the ring, the lights come on. It's his family and friends. We're all there. And we say, no, we can't let this happen. So like, no, that's a great way to do it. That, that's a great bit to do intervention on like someone who's too old to fight, like make them think they're like stepping into the ring and then like let's kind of guys. No, I mean, we can't that's have it. I mean, <laughs> I don't even I mean, BJ Penn got knocked down by his friend the other day. Like, remember that fat friend that knocked him down? He, he came back and won, but he would have lost the boxing match. I mean, yeah, down and choked him out. Man, so then and then also Jake Paul tweeted out he was going to do a wrestling match on pay per view versus Askren. Now he's not because Askren's a loser. Okay, first of all, no one's no one's ordering that pay per view. No one's yeah. ordering a wrestling, wrestling. match. Yeah. Uh, second of all, Askren kills them in wrestling, mm-hmm. um, but nobody cares. Everyone expects that. Yeah. I mean, I I I do hate these kids, but you know what? They're good. They're they're they they, they got me into. We're talking about them. You got me talking about them. They're, they're good. It's not even, but at least with like McGregor, these guys that like, like would annoy me sometimes. I respected the skill set. I guess I respect the skill set of Jake Paul. He works hard. He does this, but there's like, 
he's not even like ranked. Like at least with McGregor, you're like, yeah, he's the best in the world. Jake Paul isn't in the top 500 boxers in his weight class in California. You, you know uh, what's crazy though? I mean, how many fights has he had? Like what if Jake three. Paul, I'm just saying, I don't know anything about him. What if he just happened to be a prodigy? Yeah, what if he, first of all, what if he pins Askren in wrestling? Like, what if, like, what if Askren's in on it? And he's like, all right, give me another 500 grand. I'll let you fucking throw me on my head. What if he's, like, I had no. He spars with Francis Ngannou, and God's like, that's the hardest punch I ever took. And I was like, Jesus Christ, Jake Paul, who knew? Like, what so, if he yeah. knocks out McGregor? Like, what if, like, in the first round, he knocks out McGregor? Does everyone just quit watching MMA at that point? Does everyone <laughs> just say, all right, fuck this? Uh, that's imagine? true. Man, it's crazy. And, but the, and the thing is, like, the whole thing just bothers me because, like, I, I've just been raised with, like, hard work, hard work, hard work. Right. Every fucking gig I took, I do every gig, whether it's in a laundromat, a supermarket, we do the road, we, we just, just grind, 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 yeah. grind. And then this dude, like, yeah, he works hard, but he also, like, has the best trainers, the best people. And then he parties with these Instagram models afterwards. Some of them have been to my show, these girls. <laughs> Yeah, you talk about like expressionless, like they sit there on their phone the whole time. They don't even look up. Uh, and then like you would think they don't speak English. They don't laugh. Nothing changes. And then you go on their Instagram and they have the hottest photos ever. Yeah. Like it's just, it's just anyway, uh, Grant Dawson is here. He's a guy that is a badass fighter. I was worried for your last fight. I'm not going to lie. The last guy they threw in with you hadn't lost since what, like 2011? Yeah, it had been it had been a while since he had had a loss. Uh, Diego Ferrer, right? Uh, and that was a good fight. I mean, I had him winning. I had him winning the first couple rounds. It was close. It was. Cl Did you think he won the first two? Uh, personally, I had it one to one yeah. going into the third. Yeah, that's how I saw it. And then on the scorecards, I was actually up. I won both rounds on the scorecards. Good. So I figured it was close enough that if I'm winning on on you know all three judges' scorecards. It was it was close enough, but no, I, I it was it was definitely closer than it's been in most of my other fights. Yeah, yeah, I, I had a one one too, but I was also like nervous, and I think James Krause was nervous too. Um, yeah, you talk about James Krause is a guy. Your coach is like I know people that have like went out with him. He he's the most loyal guy to his wife, most loyal guy to his friends. He's a great father, great trainer. You talk about a guy who like is the best role model. He must have probably, he might have murdered like seven people when he was younger and that's why for he sure. didn't make up for it. But uh, what a great guy to have in your corner, man. And if he didn't, like, good for you. Uh, what do you, I mean, anything to say about, about James Krause? Oh man, I, how long's your podcast? Cause yeah. there's just, it's an endless amount. I mean, you know him personally, like he seems, you, you know, he, he's kind of closed off to, to other people to where it's like, he doesn't let just anybody into his circle, you know. He he's he's always friendly, but you can really tell when when he's bought into a guy or somebody's bought into him the the amount of loyalty that he has for that person. I mean, go watch him when he wins a fight, and then go watch him when one of his guys wins a fight. When he wins a fight, it's like eh, whatever, you know. Give me my check. And when when his guys win the fight, it's like the end. Of, like he's jumping over the cage. He's He's cheering. It's just you can really see that he cares more about his his people even than his own career. Yeah, but I gotta say, Grant. I mean, you're a kid that like I knew you when you were like just getting into the UFC. You came to my show. You were this young kid. You had this hot girlfriend who looked like she was. I'm not gonna say she looked too younger, but that, that makes me look like a pedophile. But she, <laughs> looked, she looked she looked she looked like a little kid. You guys look like a little cute couple, a cute little couple. 
And now here you are, what, like five fights later? Um, and they put you in there with murderers, man. And every single time you're coming out looking like a stud. Yeah, uh, a lot of people have said that, you know, I haven't fought anybody, but I fought an Ultimate Fighter winner. I fought uh, the guy that was undefeated in the UFC who had a win over Tiago Santos, and he beat GSP in a grappling match. I fought the former Cage World that, World. Uh, uh, name these people, please. Just, uh, so uh, Mike Trezano won the Ultimate Fighter. Uh, the, not the last guy I fought. The guy before that, his name was uh, Nadnar Armani, and he was the Cage World Cage Warriors World Champion. Say that ten times fast. Uh, so you know he he's really good too. I fought uh, Derek Minner, who is a veteran, and I'm going to be honest with you. I train with Derek now, and he is one of the most talented dudes I have ever gone with. He 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 is he's a lot better. People give him credit for. And then you know fighting Leonardo Santos, undefeated in the UFC, wins over Kevin Lee, uh, Stevie Ray. Like his list goes on and on, and he submitted GSP in a grappling match by flying armbar, which is incredible. So everybody's like, "Man, he hasn't fought anybody yet. He hasn't fought anybody yet." It's like you guys are a bunch of casuals. Actually, look at the people that Grant, I fought. Grant, you're doing the right thing. Do not get caught in any of that bullshit. Like, yeah, so, why no. do you even why do you even read the sh the comments, man? Don't even look. Because I, mean, I don't have enough followers yet to to not oh, see it. You know, like when somebody comments, I'm like, oh, one of my friends commented, and it's never one of my friends. No, no, dude. First of all, Grant, look, I met you when you were working at an old age home. Uh, yeah, for like old what, people. What, Bellator? <laughs> yeah, he's working. <laughs> um, and and like, I mean, look at you. Five fights later, you're on what a five fight winning streak. Yeah, I mean, my my winning streak's eight, but eight. in the UFC, I mean, you're doing you're doing everything right. But uh, a five-fight a five winning streak UFC should put you in line for a title. I mean, most of the time, like, that's the streak where you get the title shot at five it, fights. You know what I mean? How close are you to that? I mean, I think I'm going to get a ranked opponent next. Uh, we're calling for, for Clay Guida, but I think they'll give me a ranked opponent, and, and we'll go from there. It was so funny because I go, hey, man, great win. He goes, are you gonna finally going to roast me now? And I was like <laughs> – I was like, I'm going to wait till there's one second left. So. <laughs> so here's the thing, though. You roast all the famous people. And so yeah. when you start roasting me, that's how I know I've made it. So I'm like, I, yeah. I, come I on, Adam. I 1,000% will roast you. You're just like, you're like you got, yeah, you're right. Don't you need one more fight, Grant. One more fight. And, and I've made it. And I've made it. You right? have made it, man. Um, now, what did you think of the Askren, Jake? I know we don't want you to talk about real fighting. What do you think about that fight? The Jake Paul fight with Ben yeah. Askren? Yeah. Man, everybody's like everybody's talking about this fight everybody's you know got their own opinions on this fight i think this only makes boxing look bad you know everybody is saying like this makes the ufc look bad or mma look bad and i completely disagree with that this this is a a youtuber that is thriving in what is supposed to be considered one of the toughest sports in the world so and and he's doing it by not beating up boxers you know people are saying wow he can legitimately box when has he fought a boxer? When has also, he fought? And it also kind of show that boxing, it might be the, the least amount of skill that you need to win fights. Because, Absolutely. Because he beat a guy that won 19 fights uh, without even knowing how to throw a punch. Right. Um, and not to mention, just to, just to talk about Ben Askren, one of, my, one of my coaches came in and he was like, hey, your, your boy lost last night because I was picking Ben to win. And I was like, yeah. He lost last night, and he still accomplished more in three different sports than you and I ever will. You know, he, he was in the top ten of three different major promotions. He was champion in two of them. 
went on to the world teams in wrestling and now has made more money in boxing than, than you or I ever will. Like, <laughs> what do you, who, who's making fun of this guy? Like, who's, why are we, why are I, we I still would rather him win. I hero. still would have rather him win. I just don't know what he was thinking. Like, his goal was to prove that this guy sucks worse than him. Um, and, like, that's no, not no, a great, no, no, no. It's not a His goal. goal was to make half a million dollars. I think he made more than that, actually. I think he made pay-per-view and that. So, yeah, you're right. But, That's but probably he, over a million. But do you think he had – but don't you think his trainers – like, I love Woodley a lot, and I love Biggie Mike. But shouldn't they have told him, like, yo, Ben, um, you, you don't really know how to box. Uh, like, your punches don't, re your punches don't really hurt. Um, your punches are based – like, the way he even stands is the guy throws a punch at him, he ducks, hits a double leg. Like, that's, that's his right. boxing skills. So right. he never actually learned how to even turn his fist over. He was sort of like, basically, don't rock him, sock him, robot. <laughs> uh, shouldn't somebody have said to him, like, bro, this is not going to go well for you? So here's my question for you. You are a very, very good comedian. Yes. Would you step into the boxing ring for half a million to pretty much a million dollars? Of course I would. But uh, okay. of course I would. Yes, yes, of course I would. I would step in the ring to blow another dude in the ring. <laughs> hey, I tell everybody, hey, everybody's got your price. And they're all, but, no, but I would never. I know, and I'm like, wouldn't you $10 billion. Know, dollars. And they're like, oh, but wouldn't well. you also know, like, I mean, Grant, don't you think that you would know this is not going to go well? Like, I think he really thought he was going to win. Yeah, um, but that's just, a, that's just a competitor's mindset. When you've won as much as Ben Askren has won, He's going to believe in himself. And you got to remember that he's never tried to get good at striking. He's only tried to be good at wrestling. Even in his MMA, he doesn't, he doesn't strike. He just he gets good I mean, at wrestling. Somebody told me one time, and this is allegedly, that he might have Asperger's, right? And that basically he doesn't, it does, things don't register the way they do for other people. Um, and, and, like, I think he doesn't even care. Like, I think he, I don't think he, I'm not sure if he even has that capability of being embarrassed. Like, he's just yeah. like, fuck it. I don't oh, know. he was embarrassed. You think so? Come on. He was definitely embarrassed. He said the next day he had a barbecue at his house. and That's, that's called played, compensating. That's like played, if I premature ejaculate, played, I'm like, played, oh. He played disc golf with his friends. Yeah. And I mean, that, I don't know if he even cares. I don't know if he even cares. And if he does have Asperger's, fine. That's great. I'm not putting it down. I'm honestly not putting it down. I have a lot of friends who have on the spectrum or Asperger's. This is not... I think it's awesome. I think it's, I think it's, everyone is different. I don't even, I don't know if he cares. I don't know if he cares. Yeah. Uh, Grant, dad was in the background. How's your, how's your dad doing? doing I love your dad. He's, he's playing with my kid, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't even, should I even take that part of the podcast. Am I going to get flagged now for saying that I heard he has Asperger's? No, not at all. No. Why? I don't think Asperger, Asperger's is, not you didn't say he was retarded. You said he, he might be on the spectrum. There's a difference. Anyway, uh, uh, so <clears throat> Grant, um, let's talk about the fights this week, okay? Uh, UFC 261, Usman versus Masvidal. Who do we like in this fight, Grant? Usman. I mean, everybody is so quick to forget what happens. And that, that's one thing that I hate about this sport. Masvidal gets out-wrestled by every single wrestler that he's fought except one. And that was Ben Askren, who he knocked out in five seconds. And people think that he's got this, like, anti-wrestling whatever – Usman has the best wrestling in that weight class. He's bigger, he's stronger, and now he's got power and striking. Now that he's been working with Whitman, I think it goes exactly the same way as the first fight, and I'm even predicting a finish on Usman's part. Uh, Bill? I completely agree with that. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be close. 
Yeah, I mean, look, I don't know, man. I mean, every time though people count out Masvidal, he seems to come back. Uh, remember when he, he knocked out Wonder Boy, right? Remember when he knocked out? Did he knock out Wonder Boy? No, you're thinking of Darren Till. Oh, Darren, 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 Darren Till. Till he knocked out. Yeah, Pettis yeah. knocked out Wonder Boy. He knocked out Darren Till. He beat Askren in seven seconds. It seems like Masvidal is good when everyone counts him out. When everyone's depending on him is when he fucks up. Yeah. <laughs> but when everyone's like, you know what? It's over. So maybe – and Usman, the last fight, everyone talked about how great he looked against, uh, against Burns. Uh, Burns. He, he was getting rocked. He was getting fucking killed. I mean, that first round, I was like, whoa. So maybe it, – it, it, I will say, though, out. it is really hard to fight those guys that just come out and start throwing hammers. Like, Usman – I'm sorry, Burns had nothing to lose in that fight. He comes out. He just starts swinging like crazy and does well. Uh, I, I do think that he, he lost the first round and he was getting hurt and he's getting thrown around, but it's, it's hard to fight those guys, man. And then that's why, you know, smart fighters, and I'm not saying Burns isn't a smart fighter, but that's why we don't do that. You don't come out and just go crazy because if you don't finish them, now it's the second round, you're tired, and you've got 20 more minutes left to fight. Did that ever happen to you? Yeah, it happened to me with uh, Julian Arosa. It was my UFC debut, and I, I took him down, and I was so uh, focused on just trying to hit him that he kept getting up. And I think there was like 16 takedowns in that, in that fight, and I remember just being in the middle of the second round going, oh, my God, like I've never been this tired in a fight before. I can't hold this dude down. He does not look tired at all, and I've still got seven minutes left to fight. Luckily, he got tired in the third, and I was able to hold him down the rest of the third, but it's one of those things where, you know, I think that Burns learned a lot from that loss, just like I learned a lot. I beat, uh, I beat Julian, but still, like, I learned a lot in that fight about not just going crazy. Because if you don't get the finish, you still got a lot of fight left. Dude, there are so many times, like, in comedy where, like, I'm sure, Bill, like, you're doing a headliner set, an hour set, and the first eight minutes, nothing. You're getting absolutely nothing. And, like, I'm trying, like, my best jokes, yeah. crowd work, and I'm like, all right, this can go two ways. I could either like just mail it in, phone it in, you know, pick up my check, go home, or I can do everything that I possibly can to get them, you know, because yeah. I know, I know that I have an excuse. I always have excuses like, oh, crowd sucked, the opener was yeah. too dirty, or it's fucking COVID happened, or always never old. never runs out of excuses. But I know that in the back of my head, on that ride home, I'm gonna go be like, if I'm honest with myself, going, it was my oh, yeah. fault. This is all my fault. I could have done better. I could, so I know I don't want to have that conversation myself in my head. So that's, but but I, I hear you, man. Um, have you ever had that, Grant? Where like, even sometimes if you're winning, you're like, I can coast for a victory, but I know in the back of my head I'm gonna be like, ah, I could have went for the finish. Uh, that happened in my Nad Naramani fight. Uh, I was clearly up two rounds. I I had a 10-8 round in the second round. We we knew there was no way I was gonna lose, and I told myself like, hey. I'm going to strike with this guy. And, and we spent the entire round striking and, and I, I could have, I felt like I could have pushed for a finish or I could have gotten a finish if I wanted to. And, and like you're saying on the way home, I was like, Oh, I was just trying to get comfortable striking or, Oh, I just wanted to work on my striking. But in my heart, I know that if I had put forth the effort, took him down, I could have gotten the submission. So it's, it's a, it's kind of a battle to where it's like, I got better at striking. That is a plus, but I also didn't get the finish. And I could have gotten the finish if I had gone back to grappling and, and so, you know, I feel like there's, there, there's pros and cons to both. So we got a uh, filthy Tom Lawler joining us. You, you, you know him, Grant? Tom Lawler? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's actually on the, he's on the podcast, too. He's in the, he's in the uh, PFL now. 
Are you going to watch the PFL tomorrow night? I am for sure. Yes. Okay, people. Let me tell you about PFL tomorrow night. Okay. Two ways to watch it. Where to watch the fights? At 9 o'clock on ESPN2. Okay. The prelims start at 530 on ESPN+. Plus. 530 ESPN+. Plus. Uh, ESPN2, 9 o'clock. Filthy Tom Lawler. I'm so happy for this guy because, Grant, you know, you had an easy road. You went right to the UFC. Contender, UFC. That's a struggle. All right, but this guy, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get you out of this one right here. Filthy Tom, okay? This guy went on the Ultimate Fighter, made it out of the Ultimate Fighter. actually lost in the Ultimate Fighter, came back up, beat C.B. Dalloway. They gave him Aaron Simpson. They gave him all these guys. They hit the fight. Chris Weidman. Uh, and that was the fight, actually. No, no disrespect, Tom. That I actually texted Dana White or somebody after that Weidman fight. I go, this guy is going to be champion. Not, not you. Not that you're not going to be champion. But I'm like, Chris Weidman uh, is the next big thing. Because I knew how good you were. And I was like, Chris Weidman is a fucking did – you, did you realize when you fought Chris that he was going to be the next big thing? No, and I still think he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> how about that? I actually agree with Tom. <laughs> um, I had a bad night. Yes. One of the worst nights of my life. Of, of course. My friends were all hammered all day. They were at, eating hot wings at some fucking place in downtown San Jose, and they ruined my day, and it carried on the whole night. <laughs> oh, fuck that. Chris Weidman went out there. I mean, it was lucky. I, I, I'm, I'm one of the few people, Adam, yes. who uh, probably can say they slept with a UFC champion in front of a lot of people. Because Chris Weidman put me out in like two minutes there. So, <laughs> Well, it doesn't matter, man. It doesn't matter where you start. It's where you end up. And you're going to win the million dollars this year in the PFL. I, and Hell yeah. Because uh, you've been, man, you've been grinding. You got that bullshit steroid thing where you did like, you took a smoothie and then you got tested. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. It wasn't what? even steroids. What was it? Was it was Osterine. The very dangerous SARM Osterine. I had uh, point. 17 picograms in my system you want to talk about throwing a hot dog down a hallway right i mean that's really really a low 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 level lower than john jones lower than anybody yeah that was, and they and then they, they ban you for two years then when there's like a month left they, they kick you out of the ufc what a bunch of nonsense i mean and here you are you're still grinding you're still grinding He's, and yet he looks great i watch this guy train over at syndicate He's a, you're a pro wrestler as well. Great. We're, we're going to talk about that for a second. Uh, and and you're, you're killing the game, man. So what made you uh, join the PFL, by the way? I mean, how can you say no when somebody goes, hey, do you want to fight somebody and you have an opportunity to win a million dollars? Now, I mean, you got to win four fights this season. And yes. you've got to do it in somewhat easy or quick and spectacular fashion to get enough points. But when you have an opportunity like that on your plate, what can you say? You can't say no. You can't say no. What are you, you doing? My, 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 my daughter's in the other room. My dad came to watch her. Uh, I'm like, I'm, I'm sick. It's hard, man. So they, so they got you. Where, where are you right now? Are you in uh, Atlantic City? Yeah, I'm in Atlantic City. Uh, I'm on the, I'm on, I can see the boardwalk. I can see people hanging out in the pool, unfortunately. Uh, they're not much to look at here on the East coast, but, um, you know, I'm here in the ocean casino. Yes. It seems nice, but I've only been on like one floor, so I can't really confirm nor deny. So when are you actually fighting? 
I'm fighting next Thursday, PFL 2. So the season will start tomorrow, PFL 1, headlined by Anthony Pettis and Clay Collard. Uh, it'll be downstairs in this hotel. I don't think I even get to watch it live. I think I'll be watching it on TV like everybody else. But next Thursday is the day that I'm looking forward to. So let's give some predictions. Who do you like, Pettis or Clay Cotter? Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the upset. Wow. Clay Collar right here. Uh, Grant Dawson. No, 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 no. Uh, no contest. That's the real <laughs> upset. <laughs> uh, Grant Dawson, who do you no, like? Right. I'll, I'll take Collar. Well, over Anthony Pettis, over the former UFC champion, former WWE I'm going champion. with the upset. Hey, I like what I saw in the boxing ring. I know he's coming off of a, a couple of decision losses, but I think if Pettis stands with him, he might be in trouble. Grant Dawson? Uh, I'm just going to say, if that fight goes to a no contest in any way, <laughs> we need to hire Tom as the new matchmaker, the new odds predictor, whatever, because that's nuts. I, I got to go with Pettis, man. I think that uh, – I, I don't think he's going to win the tournament. I think Nathan Schultz is, is going to be too much for him. And then uh, uh, Loki in there, I think that's how you pronounce his name, is the, the guy who got second place last year. The, those two guys are just savages. But I definitely think that Pettis will get through this guy and, and end up having to fight one of them, and, and those guys are just going to beat him. I think that those guys are just terrible matchups for Pettis. Now, we talk about MMA guys that went into boxing. Clay Collar went into boxing and started knocking out, like, prospects. They were bringing him in as, like, the dummy <laughs> – and uh, he was like, no, fuck that. Uh, I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like this script. So uh, good for him. Now, you fought, Tom, for De La Hoya. Uh, you were in that, yeah. that, that amazing Golden Boy, Chuck versus Tito Seven. Um, I remember watching that live. And when they, shoot, when, they, when they went to footage of Chuck Liddell getting out of the car, everyone was like, oh, no. Like, he needed, like, a ramp to get into the arena. <laughs> uh, did, you, did you see that going, this is not going to go well? What were you thinking then? Yeah, I actually thought that they were going to bring him out of, like, the back of the van with the, uh, you know, where it lowers down and he's in a chair. Um, you know, I, I was on that show. You're talking about Oscar De La Hoya. He's been the uh, butt of a few jokes this week yeah. uh, due to his performance on Triller. And uh, I just remember that he didn't even show up at that fight. Right? <laughs> he wasn't even at the event that he put on. Um, unfortunately, I had a decision loss on that fight, and I mashed my hand into pieces on Deron Wynn's face and couldn't fight for a while. Uh, but I remember going in the back, and, and after that fight was over, the Chuck Liddell fight, I looked, at, I looked at my coach, John Wood, and I said, John, I wasn't that bad, was I? And he goes, no. No, it wasn't like that. So That was a that, great that fight. Was, that was a killer fight, by the way. Uh, they were calling Deron Wynn the next big thing. I think if he gets to his natural weight at 125, he'll be, he'll be, he'll be I mean – it's like it's like someone left Cormier in like the dryer, and then he came out. But uh, but he's actually a good fighter. I mean, he's a really good fighter. Uh, he's a great wrestler. But you yourself, man, I think people get you get overlooked. I was looking up your stats. You were a division two national champion, right? No, 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 no. I wrestled uh, the NCWA, which is the uh, club program. Um, but you know, most of the competitions were open tournaments, um, and you know, I I defeated, you know. NCAA Division II All-Americans, guys who uh, were qualifying for the NCAA One Nationals at the time. So when I graduated from college, I was actually uh, a pretty good wrestler. Uh, but that was like, what was that, uh, 15 years ago? You wrestled at 235? Years ago. Yeah, well, I was wrestling heavyweight at all of the open tournaments. So, um, 
you know, my senior year, I was actually, I was taken down in 52 matches. I was taken down two times. Uh, one was by Mike Faust, who was uh, a wrestler at Virginia Tech. He was like the heavyweight. And I think he went on to coach at Iowa. Uh, I think he, he might have taken fourth that year in the NCAAs. And the other one was a guy, Rashard Goff, uh, who was a heavyweight at Cleveland State. Uh, who was, um, he at least qualified for the Nationals one time. But I remember he like, at a, at a tournament, he standing cradled me within like the first 30 seconds of the match. And uh, I came back to beat him like 14 to 12 or something in overtime. But wow. um, those are the, o- the only two times I was taken down that year. I beat, you know, guys from Central Oklahoma, guys from, you know, plenty of D1 programs, Navy, Duke, you know, North Carolina. You know, I, I could run down the list if I went back and looked. But, yeah, I was actually – I was uh, – I felt really good with my wrestling at the time, you know. Yeah. Like I said, that's 16 years ago. Now I'm a, I'm a pro wrestler. So. Yeah, I know. Your pro wrestling's fun, too. Um, do you have any, any goals to make it to the WWE or AEW? You know, uh, <laughs> WWE is not in my future, I don't think. Uh, I have – you know, you mentioned my stint in the UFC. I kind of find myself on the bad side of promotions uh, every once in a while. Uh, I remember going into the, the Golden Boy fights, and they had, like, meetings – backstage with the commentators before before the show went on and they go they start asking us questions like you know what do you what do you see what do you think about yourself the promotion and i was like look you guys you guys dropped the ball on this one all you've been doing is promoting two old guys right we know chuck can't fight i'm like you've got effort escudero fighting on this show a former uh tough winner you know trying to have his own redemption story he was fighting glace and t-bow you had myself uh, a professional wrestler taking on one of the top amateur wrestlers at the time, Deron Wynn. And this was stuff that they didn't promote at all. And I started throwing that, uh, you know, at them. And they, the guy kind of like, whoa, hey, uh, what's going on here? So, um, you know, I'm a little bit too outspoken for my own good sometimes. And quite frankly, if, if you watch like the WWE, I wouldn't be able to do what I want uh, under that realm. And it's also one of these things like um, – you know, I'm sure you get asked all the time, like, hey, don't you want to be on SNL? Or, you know, <laughs> don't you want to do so, something like that? And it's like, yeah. you know, the, the grass isn't always greener. Yeah, no. What's your – now, are you, do you – do you, in wrestling, do you go out as Filthy Tom? Or do you have another – Yeah. Idea? Yeah, I've, I've now reached the point where I am uh, unapologetically myself. Uh, I wish I could come up with a different character, like Adam Hunter, uh, <laughs> multiple-time amateur wrestling champion. But unfortunately, uh, I, I've used my real name up until this point. No, dude, some of the thing, Grant, I don't know if you remember. Uh, Grant, are you sleeping? Yeah. Uh, sorry, we're not talking about you right now, okay? <laughs> no. I don't talk about you with the freaking millennials. But do you remember watching Tom come out with, like, a bondage? Like, he came out, like, you had, like, a – you had some of the funniest entrances I've ever seen in my life. Like, I don't know if Bill, remember this? He used to come out first as, like, Hulk Hogan. Then he came yeah. out as Dan Severn. Then, like, you came out with, like, uh, you had a – it was, like, some kind of S&M thing. My favorite, though, was – there was Oh, no, like, no, Adam, Adam. It was a dog collar. Okay. I was fighting C.B. Dalloway. Seth Petrozelli had me on a dog leash <laughs> leading me down to the ring. <laughs> but, I, I mean, I don't want to get it twisted because the, the S&M thing is something I do in my own time. 
Okay, got you. Yeah, doesn't I remember that. that. Involve dog collars? Doesn't SM involve dog collars? I'm like, it's not SM, it's dog collars. It's bestiality, different. I don't know. I remember you had a dog collar and they would show you walking with a dog collar and they acted as if it was totally normal. They were like, <laughs> oh, here comes Tom Waller. And like, I'm like, we're, not, we're just not going to address the fact that he's, <laughs> he has a dog collar on him and is on all fours barking. Like, we're just going to totally overlook that. Like, that's. Um, and then the one time there was a there was a really bad wrestling promo, the Shockmaster, right? Yes. Well, I don't know if you ever seen this, Bill or Grant. Grant, do you watch WWE? Uh, I do not. All right, you're a loser. All right, there was a guy yeah. who uh, the Shockmaster. Urgh. The guy the guy came out and it was like the worst promo of all time. Like he like tripped and fell over the wire and like went through the wall. The other wrestlers <laughs> were kind of laughing at him, and you did that, right? You came out as a Shockmaster. Yeah, yeah, correct. That was uh that was a deep burn. Not a lot of people got that one. And for some reason, this was like the one time in UFC history. I remember the fight was in Montreal and they had some weird setup at like a nightclub for the weigh-ins and it was like the one time where you come right out of the curtain and for some reason there was a little like there was a lip there, just like when the Shockmaster did. I couldn't believe it when I got there. I was blown away. They had the perfect setup for me to do that. So um yeah that was one of my favorites but not a lot of people got that one yeah but it was it was epic all right so let's talk about the next fight pfl uh natan schulte versus martin held uh grant who do you like in this fight natan schultz uh he's he's won it twice now uh and i think he's the best 155er outside the ufc tom uh, i'm going to agree i'll probably get myself in trouble because my wife uh and her family are polish but I'm going to go against Marcin Held, and I'll take uh, Nathan as well. All right, Bubba Jenkins, Lance Palmer. Filthy Tom. Lance. Grant? Lance, easy. Easy? Come on, this is Bubba easy. Jenkins. This is national champion, Bubba Jenkins. This yeah, we have Brave wrestling. champion as well, I believe. Brave champion as well. Uh, all right, let's, let's, and then, all right, so all right. And then we also, let's have uh, Mulvid Kabulayev versus Lazar. Sarjinovic. Do we know those guys? Uh, Molva? I'm not, I'm not familiar. Mol Movlid? Movlid? Did you say Molva? I, I did say Molva, but I meant Movlid. Uh, now, um, now, Phil, uh, by the way, Tom, who are you fighting first? I'm fighting Antonio Carlos Jr. Oh, wait, Shoeface? Yep. Wow. He's the guy, by the way, that submitted Gary Tonin with a flying, uh, right? He had a flying uh, something on him, flying triangle in grappling. You, you, know you trying to scare me? No, I'm just telling you what's going on. When did, he, when did he do that with Gary Tonin? He did that a while back. Oh, so uh, it, was a, it wasn't during an uh, a MMA fight? It was no, no. It was like during some like an EBI thing or something. Or, uh, oh, okay. So, all right, fighting Shoeface. That's a good fight, man. That I don't tough. know if you've seen the uh, setup for the PFL this year, but they have a ton of screens and stuff around the cage. So if he tries that, I may be able to launch him over the top of the cage into one of these like uh, lighting trusses that's up there. Got it. Uh, now, real quick, Conor McGregor wants to. They're saying he might box Jake Paul and McGregor. Grant, who wins that boxing match? Uh, against Jake Paul and Conor McGregor? Yeah. Oh come on, man, Conor McGregor. Like like one round knockout? No, I don't think a one round knockout. I think you get him in the third, but. Dude, he's, he literally – he boxed uh, Floyd Mayweather. And I, I know Floyd was fucking around, but he did, he did well with Floyd. You know, it took him 10 rounds to get him out of there. 
you're talking about the greatest boxer of all time in most people's opinion against a YouTuber. Like, come on, man. Stop calling Conor him a McGregor. YouTuber. He was a good high school Ohio wrestler. All right. We got to stop calling I'll him. I'll take that dude down and spank him. <laughs> uh, Filthy Tom, who do we like? McGregor versus Jake Paul in boxing. I mean, I guess I'll take McGregor. I had given that one absolutely no thought. I don't, that's <laughs> not gonna ha- it's not going to happen anyways. Well, they, yeah, they're having Logan happen. Paul versus Mayweather June 5th. But yeah, Logan can't weigh more than 190, and Mayweather can't weigh more than 160, which is like, I don't know why they're capping out the bottom guy. That makes no sense. Like, right? right? What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what? That's to make sure that he actually trains for the fight. Is that, is that what it is? Uh, maybe I don't know. He doesn't need to. But like, why? why I don't understand capping the top guy, but like, like, that makes no sense to cap the bottom guy. All right. So this week, UFC, Usman Masvidal. Grant already picked Usman. I'm going with the upset in Masvidal. I don't know why. Uh, Filthy Tom. Who do we like? Uh you know what? I'll I'll, I'll take Masvidal too. Why? He's been, he's been around. He's been. Hey, I like I like to bet with my heart. I'm yeah. not one of these guys that makes any. You sort look of like a Masvidal fan. <laughs> you look like a Masvidal fan. Thank you. <laughs> I mean that in a good way. All right, uh, Shevchenko versus Andrade. Bill Dawes, who do we like in this one? Shevchenko, of course. Grant, I mean, unless she's Nunez, she's not. She's not going to lose. Grant, Shevchenko, Tom, Shevchenko. Yeah, me too. I like that too. It seems like Andrade just can't be technical, technical strikers which is what Shevchenko is. Uh, Zhang Weli versus Rose Namajunas. Tom. Mm. Oh, Zhang. I think, I think it's her all day. You love communists, you bastard. Uh, listen, that's the most ridiculous shit I've ever heard <laughs> in my life. Grant, Come on. You can do something, right? Weli Zhang. Yeah. I finish. Okay. Uh, by the way, how's uh, Megan Anderson doing since her loss? I don't know. I haven't seen her. She hasn't been to the gym? Uh-uh. She had, uh, she had surgery on her nose and I believe her shoulder as well. So she's been recovering from that. Whoa. From that fight? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, Amanda's a bad bitch, man. Wow. That's crazy. I want Pena to win, though. I really want her to win. I like Pena a lot. That's, 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 that's going to be a tough one, though. Uriah Hall, Chris, Chris Weidman, Bill Dawes. God damn. I just like Uriah. I, I like Uriah Hall, but I, I, I don't like both either of them as fighters. <laughs> you like him as people? Like he seems Uriah yeah. seems like a nice guy. Like he cries when he hurts people, and Chris Weidman just he just strikes me as boring and annoying. I don't Dude, know. I was I was hanging out with Uriah Hall like after the MMA awards two years ago, and it was the year when Stylebender won like all the awards. And people kept congratulating Uriah Hall on winning, and. <laughs> I had to. I had to tell him why. Like he's like, why do people keep congratulating me? And I'm like, systemic uh, racism and policing. I was like, because they think that you're a style bender, and the look of just disappointment in his face was just like, I was like, I know, dude. I'll get out of me. I didn't. But man, that was that was that was rough. Uh, so, so Tom, you like Weidman or Uriah Hall? Uh, I'd like to go to bed feeling good about myself on Saturday, so I'm gonna pick Chris Weidman. Because he beat you? Exactly. Okay. But, you don't, but you don't like Weidman, so why do you want him to win? I can, I can separate my uh, personal feelings okay. uh, from business that. in this case. Got it. I, I don't dislike Weidman. Uh, I was going to 
he's, from, don't like I mean, he's a typical New York guy, you know, on What's the surface. Like Adam said, he's, you know, or somebody said he's annoying. You know, I'm from New England. I'm from New England. So, you know, when you're faced with uh, two New Yorkers, uh. you don't really want to pick either one of them. But I'll take the guy that whipped my ass in front of millions of people. So Now, now Tom, what are the difference between wrestling fans and MMA fans? Uh, a chromosome. <laughs> um, going which way? <laughs> They're going down in, on both sides, actually. What, what um, gets you? What gets you the ability to crush the most puss? Is it WWE or MMA? Well, What's better for getting the he's ladies? In like, he's in a different. But yeah. I mean, I'm married, but uh, it's definitely MMA. That's there's no question really? about that. Well, he's an in indie wrestler. Listen, yeah. you go to like a pro wrestling event, especially the ones that I'm doing, you you wouldn't want to touch <laughs> what's in that crowd most of the time. You know, whether it's man or woman. Um, at least when you go to MMA events, there's people like getting dressed up and getting dolled up. You don't yeah. you don't see that. You see people at wrestling events getting dolled up in like ICP makeup. You know, which <laughs> hey, that's sometimes it's up my alley, Dude, but I, I've never seen anything like indie wrestling. The crowd just curses out the wrestling people, and then they wrestlers curse them out back. Like, it's a full-on, like, argument. Like, fuck <laughs> you, I fucked your wife, and you fuck yourself. Like, just, like, strictly, and it's, there's nobody to tell anyone to quiet down. Like, that's part of the show. I've had so many fans, you know, yell at me, and, like, guys will go, hey, suck my dick. And I go, hey, whip it out. Go ahead. Let's see what you got. Right? And nobody ever, nobody ever takes the bait. <laughs> but what if they do? What if they do the one? What if somebody says, "Okay, what are you gonna do?" You got on your word. <laughs> well, yeah, he's got his back against. Hey, I wear now. I wear knee pads to the ring for a reason. <laughs> Dude, I have a. There was a guy that like his move was like to have the other wrestler grab his cock, and then he would go like <laughs> this, and then the guy would like do flips. He had like the greatest penis ever. But no, no we can't talk about that guy because my, my friend wants to fight that guy. All right, yeah, we'll be right along. Redacted. Okay, okay. Persona non grata now. Okay, we're in the uh, wrestling world. Just laughing at this? Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> so, all right, so. Um, Is she getting ready to clean the pipe soon, too? Or what? I don't, that, that, yeah, my wife. Anyway, um, all right. That's so your Jim, wife? No, that's not my wife. That's not my wife. Uh, so Jimmy Crute is taking on Anthony Smith. Anthony Smith is the nicest guy I've ever met. Like, he's one of those dudes that, like, I remember interviewing him back when he was like in, I don't know, VCW or some kind of, and I, I was like, hey man, thanks for coming on the show. He goes, thanks for giving a shit about my fights. Like, and he's a guy that never forgot that. Like, he's just a good human being. Uh, love Anthony Smith. I don't know anything about Jimmy Crute, but anytime he fights, I'm gonna root for Anthony Smith. Do you know Anthony well, Tom Lawler? Uh, Jimmy Crute's good. I'm gonna take Jimmy Crute just because I think Anthony Smith has been, he's been like fighting too much. You know what I mean? He's fought a lot, and he's had a lot of wear and tear. Well, he also fought a guy that, that broke into his house. Even that guy that broke into his house, there was a, guy, there was a meth addict, tried to rob him, and, like, Anthony fought him, but it was only, like, a 10-9 round. It was, like, a close fighter. <laughs> Grant, you know what I'm talking about, Grant? The guy broke into his house. Yeah, I so I know Anthony really well because we're both from Nebraska, and when I was an amateur, he would, he would be at all the shows that I was fighting at, and so he still had, like, 100 more fights than me at that point in his career, but – uh yeah I, he told me about that he said that uh he said that that meth addict was the toughest fight he's ever been in he's like <laughs> i hit that dude so hard it hurt my hand and he was just like eating it like nothing and i was like man 
Meth's a hell of a drug. <laughs> oh my God, dude, Anthony Smith is so. I mean, man, that's that, that's crazy. Uh, is that why he had a tough time with John he, Jones? Well, that was it. Was after that. When he tweeted that, he tweeted that that was one of the toughest fights that he's ever had. John Jones we, uh, retweeted him and was like, uh, "Excuse me, I, don't I think know he was on. That. I think allegedly, I think he was on painkillers the John Jones fight. Like, I think that he was like, if you look at that fight it's in slow motion, I think he hurt. I, I know from some sources that he hurt himself pretty bad, and they put him on painkillers before that fight. Uh, Anthony? Yeah, I didn't is, know that. Which is why he was in slow motion for that fight. It makes sense. Like he, that was not the same Anthony Smith that uh, that fought other people. But I mean, yeah, that you got to give the credit though to John Jones on that one, man. Like what? Well, like you say, like look at what people are saying about uh, Gaethje fighting Khabib. They're like that wasn't the real Gaethje. It's like no, Khabib is just that fucking good, you know? Yeah. Like I definitely think that Anthony Smith could have fought better, but John Jones is just that good, you know? He, he is that good. I mean, he is that good. Uh, I don't know if he's ever going to lose. Like, if he... Francis. What? Hey, Francis. Tom, who wins that fight? Him or, him or Francis? I mean, I can't... Francis has at least lost before, right? That's true. I mean, sure, John Jones lost to Matt Hamill, but... Uh, no, I don't know if we can count that. It doesn't count. But, uh, yeah, I can't... What's up, guys? Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. I mean, football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Bet Online even covers awards. I mean, how cool is that? TV shows and reality TV, which I love to watch. They got real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, the scores and odds. It's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up. So head to the website and use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore, huh? Don't be that guy or girl. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code CLNS50 to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. So visit our good friends and exclusive partner at betonline underscore AG. Take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and use the promo code CLNS50 for your sign up bonus. Use the hashtag betonline. Two fights. I thought that uh, Tiago Santos was going to get a split decision on him. I, I thought that he, he, eke that out and then I thought Dominic Reyes won the first three rounds with him pretty convincingly you know he couldn't take him down he did all the damage got him running away and then lost the last two and, and John still pulled that one out so I'm just thinking bigger longer guys seem to give him trouble that have have decent power and explosiveness and that's Francis you know with, with an extra 30 pounds that, that's my argument on the on, I on that I fight Matt Hamble, I remember watching Matt Hamill wrestle in college for the month I wrestled in college he was a d1 stud all-american and he went D3 to go to a school that had, like, mostly, uh, mostly deaf people. And he was just killing everyone in D3. You, just, you saw the difference when the D1 guy goes D3. But I remember watching Matt Hamill one time in WSOF. They had Matt Hamill on. Then they had a, a, a crime fighter on. A guy, remember that guy that, like – Oh, Phoenix Jones. Phoenix Jones. He like, he, like, dressed up as a superhero at nighttime and, like, beat people up. Then they had two brothers fighting each other. Remember he that? was one of them. 
Uh, he was one of them, yeah. Then they had a guy with one arm fighting, but they didn't even like act like this was anything, like this was kind of funny. Like, like I, all I could think about is if somebody didn't know fighting, it was like changing the channel and they were like, the fuck kind <laughs> <laughs> of promotions is like. There's a dude like, that dressed up and fought crime. Yeah there, was a, yeah, there was a guy in Seattle. He he was at night. He remember like that that movie that came out where they were all like they dressed up as superheroes and they fought crime. Kick ass, kick ass, kick ass. He was like a real life kick ass. Like that was he, like he legitimately like dressed up and used his MMA for good. Yeah, but he yeah. had no ground game in, in real MMA. He was he was only oh, good on the street. <laughs> Grant, the deal is in uh, Washington and Oregon, they have a thing called like mutual combat, where if both people agree to fight, you can fight on the street. So what's a real thing? Go like find where there's gonna be fights, right? And he would like step in and like, <laughs> you know, try to put a stop to these guys. And then they they matched him up. I'd have to look and see who his uh, brother was, but it was a stepbrother. And they matched him up at a World Series of Fighting, and they go and do like the pre-fight interview, and they start questioning him, and the guy is just like. I don't even, he's like, I don't even know what I'm doing here. I don't know why I'm, I don't know why we're doing this fight. <laughs> Just like totally detached from the whole thing. So what a That's life. That's crazy. I've yeah. never heard that story before. That's no, no, yeah, yeah, no, Ray Seffo knows how to have an organization. I, I remember <laughs> when I, when I, when I wrestled that, there used to be a, the blind kids. Remember like you wrestled the blind guy. You had to like touch him at all times. Well, so they had kind of an advantage because they used to wrestle people that weren't blind, but they made it so that you couldn't like get behind them and tackle them. Yeah. You know, which but I thought that would be kind of funny. Like if I'm watching a, like if I see a blind kid, like just kind of like, and somebody just like fucking three points stands and just tackle them. I mean, it wouldn't be fair, but entertaining. You know, this. I used to try to use that on dates as well. I'd be like, <laughs> you know, these are the rules. I'm blind. You're gonna touch me at all times. <laughs> I thought you meant tackle him from behind. <laughs> oh, that too. That too. Uh, Randy Brown taking on Alex Oliveira, cowboy. Uh, Randy Brown's a good fighter. So is Oliveira. I feel like Oliveira's like gotta be like ninety years old at this point, right? That guy just looks old. He has like he has an old face. Um, old soul. <laughs> but uh, I hope Randy Brown wins. Uh, I remember Randy Brown getting knocked out like from top. Remember the, the elbows that one guy he fought, the guy from from Fort Myers. Uh, Nico Price. Nico That's Price. It. Yeah, where you grew up. I can't I can't see you as a Fort Myers guy. By the way, Naples. It's all like swingers and like. Milfs there and Tom Lawler. Like, how much damage did you do out there? Well, I was like 17 years old, yeah. so a ton. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brendan Allen is fighting Carl Robertson. That should be a good fight as well. Uh, Roberson. Roberson. And then uh, Tristan Connolly. I don't even know. Dwight Grant's on the card versus Stefan Skulik. Do you do know these guys? Pat Sabatini versus Tristan Connolly. I don't even know some of these people. Uh, Tristan Connolly's the guy who's like, he beat Mike, Michelle Pereira, but he's oh. it was way smaller. He has fought in that fight. Yes, yep. yes, the guy from Canada. That guy Pereira. I'll take Connolly. Yeah, 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 against Pat Sabatini. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I mean, Logan Paul doesn't win a round against Mayweather, right? Does he get knocked out? Yes. Yeah. Tom, what do you think? He's got it, right? Yeah, I mean, you did you pick Ben Askren for the fight to win the fight, Tom? I I I refrained. <laughs> no, Grant, are you are you married yet or what? No, not yet. What are you waiting for? 
Um, You're too young. Stay single. Don't listen to these assholes. Oh, no, who are married. Not single. He's with a girl for twelve years. Oh Jesus! Yeah, what are you waiting for, asshole? <laughs> <laughs> it's been three and a half years. So she's a pro fighter. She's a baddie. She's. Uh, what, what are you waiting for? Uh, I'm trying to buy my own house right now, or us a house, and then we'll see. Yeah. Can you pass her guard during sex? How good is her ground game? Uh, she's better on top. Got it, got it, got it. And then, Tom, what does your wife do? Uh, my wife's a bartender at the Paris Casino. Oh, she's got to be smoking hot. Yeah. She, she's a former uh, <laughs> French national champion gymnast. Oh. Oh, my God. Oh, well, hold on, guys. It's French. Is this your Make-A-Wish make Foundation? <laughs> her mom was in the Olympics three times for gymnastics, so. Did she also like, try out for Cirque and shit like that? She she was in La Rev. Ah, yeah. Oh, you ever seen that show? What, was this your Make a Wish Foundation? How did how did you <laughs> get this one? <laughs> yeah, actually, it was. Uh, John Cena's the one that hooked it up. Really? No, no. Yeah. How did you get her? <laughs> how you want to know? You want to know how I met her? Plenty yeah. of fish. Really? Swear to God. She was uh, on Plenty of Fish. Yeah, I was uh, I was having uh, surgery done. I had an ACL MCL meniscus tear uh, during a fight in 2013 against Michael Kuyper, and UFC sent me out to Vegas to get surgery. And I was uh, I was doing the same thing I was doing down in Naples for a little bit, and then uh, you know was on plenty of fish and met my wife, and that was pretty much it. Now that didn't kind of alarm you that a girl that hot was on plenty of fish. Hey, listen, I'll take what I can get. I was going to ask too many questions. <laughs> Good point. And then Grant, how did you meet your wife? Uh, she, uh, she's a MMA fighter as well. So she had fought on our show a couple of times and I'd always thought she was smoking. And uh, she added me on, on Snapchat one day and I hit her with one of the best lines, you know, a man can hit a woman with. And that was, so when's your next fight? Ah. It was love ever since. <laughs> But I actually have a funny. I actually have a funny story about about her. If you guys want to hear it, yeah, hear it. So uh, I was dating this one girl for the the girl that I dated before her for like three years, and uh, or like two and a half, whatever. And uh, we went to a fight, and she trained at the gym with my current girlfriend, and uh, so she was kind of just introducing me to the to the group, and she was there with one of her friends, and so my girlfriend now, who I'll just call them by their names, L. And her friend go, go and sit, you know, with their group. And me and my girlfriend at the time were sitting together. And uh, I was just trying to piss her off. And I was like, you're going to end up sleeping with that guy in the gym. And I'm going to end up sleeping with that girl talking about Elle. And that exactly happened. She, uh, she ended up cheating on me with that guy. And then oh. I ended up getting together with Elle. And we've been together ever since. Freaking and Mr. I tell her that story. She thinks it's hilarious. Look at you, Mr. Grant. I like it. Well, our final guest of the show, Mark Martin. Now, you guys are uh, – Grant's obviously a stud in the UFC. Tom Lars won a million dollars. This guy's in the LFA. He's fighting tomorrow, right? Yeah, Mark, tomorrow night. Mark yeah, Martin, yeah, tomorrow. former Ohio State wrestler uh, under Tom Ryan, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's the guy that gave me the scholarship, but I didn't take it because I was an idiot. Uh, when he wrestled for Hofstra, he was coaching Hofstra. But uh, uh, okay, okay. But my, you're a, obviously a badass. Five and one record. Only lost a split decision, which I thought was bullshit. I thought you won that fight. I didn't actually watch it, but I'm just saying that. Uh, but oh, okay. Mark Martin, how are you, man? Are you ready for tomorrow? Yeah, I'm ready to rock. 
I'm uh, uh you know Mikey Hamill, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm chilling with him right now. Nice, nice, nice. So you uh you train over at the uh, lab in uh Arizona? Yeah. Nice. Who are some of your training I've been partners? there for three years. What's up? Who are some of the guys you're you're uh, you're uh, training with? Uh so for this camp, um Hot Sauce was uh you know Hot Sauce? Yep. Yeah, he was in town. Uh, Trace, I don't know if you know Trace yet. Oh, uh, Trace, yep. Uh, Ben, what's his last name? Good one. Good one. Um, Ivy, Ivy Nixon. So yeah, those those are a couple of the sparring partners I've been going with. Now you're fighting a tough Brazilian guy. You're a great wrestler with some fucking explosive power. What's the plan for tomorrow night? Uh, to mix it up, you know, I'm I'm pretty well rounded now. At first, I was I was more of a athletic wrestler earlier in my career, but uh, I'm starting to develop some some stand up skills and you know some grappling as well. So, you know, I'll be I'll be comfortable wherever. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, any advice, Tom Lawler, for Mark Martin? Win <laughs> quickly. Right now. Win and quickly. Uh, like Grant Austin, any any advice for this? Young, up-and-coming stud, Mark Martin. I actually have some better advice for him than Tom did. Mine is win faster. Win, win faster. Okay, all right. Win I faster. I like that. Uh, now, now how, how, are you confident in like, everywhere, the hands? What, uh, what belt are you in jiu-jitsu? What's that? What belt are you in uh, BJJ? Oh, uh, so I, use, I just train no-gi right now. Um. I always say after my fights, I'm going to get in the gi, I'm going to get in the gi. But, uh, yeah, I train a lot of no gi, though. Got it. Now, do they, know, do they not belt people at all with no gi? I mean, I know they, there isn't a belt in no gi, but do they still uh, have a belt system in no gi? Nah. I guess if you like a D1 wrestler or something, like you're supposed to be like an automatic blue belt or something, like if yeah. you try to compete. So, uh I now haven't were, competed yet. But. Now, you were a two-time state champion of Ohio. You, yeah. were a, you were a FILA national champion. You made the Nationals D1 four times in a row. I mean, you you got a high wrestling background. Uh, for a while, you were known as just like, you're right. Everyone was like, don't wrestle you, don't wrestle you. Uh, how hard was it to make the transition to MMA? Uh, I mean, I definitely took my licks in the gym at first. Uh, especially on Wednesdays when it's just kickboxing. So I can't wrestle my way out of certain positions. But, uh, I mean, that forced me to improve, you know. You got killers like, you know, Ben and, and Jerry and Mike and David Mashad, Kyle Stewart, just a whole a whole team of killers. So, you know, it, it forces you to improve. Now, Arizona has some of the hottest girls that put out. Uh, how hard is it for you to not get distracted? Because a lot of guys, they go to Arizona, they're focused, and then all of a sudden they're just knee-deep in pussy. Uh, how, how hard is it for you? Uh, I mean, I've been, I've been competing damn near my whole life, so I know when to, when to lock in and, you know, when to have yeah, but, fun. Yeah, but you were in Ohio, though. It's not, not the same. No offense. Ohio's okay. But no, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely not the same. But now Ohio State was a different animal. Like yeah. the actual campus, it was, you know, 80,000 people, you know, just bad bitches everywhere you look. So, I mean, I was – I'm pretty used to that. So, did um, you play with, uh, with uh, Logan Stiebler? Was he on your team? Yeah, Logan was on the team with me. 
Wow. What was that like? Uh, I mean, I, I kind of grew up wrestling with Logan. Uh, I've known Logan since 10 years old. So, uh, it's just another friend to me. But, I mean, Kyle Snyder was on the team. Miles Martin, Nathan Tomasello. Wow. Uh, the Jordan brothers. So, we had some stacked teams. Now, uh, we talked about Jake Paul and Logan Paul. They wrestle for Ohio. Uh, Logan plays in the States of Ohio. Did you ever wrestle Logan? Yeah, I was actually – me and Mike was just talking about this. Uh, so, he was – my senior year, I was 52. Logan was 60. So, my, my teammate wrestled Logan in the district finals, um, Dominic Abinator. I don't know if you heard of him. But, uh, yeah, Abinator wrestled at Michigan, All-American at Michigan. I think he pinned or tech Logan. Yeah. In the district finals. But Logan was pretty good, though. I think he took fifth at state. Yeah, yeah, got it. Yeah, so, I mean, people, everyone keeps calling them YouTubers. I'm like, they're pretty good athletes, these kids. Yeah. yeah. For sure. So, yeah. so here you are. He's also, Logan Paul was also great in the movie <laughs> Valley Girl, the remake of Valley Girl. Yes, he was. I ain't never seen that. I'm about to check it out. He's just being. You might lose your man card watching that, but I liked it. So <laughs> here we are. You're, you're now. Are you, are you single? Yeah, I'm big single. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> big single. <laughs> the little subliminal, like big single that he's just putting out there. He's got to say I that. Think I think you're. I one just feel like he's got a sign over his head that says single. I think you're one fight away from the UFC. Honestly, I think if you win big, you're, you're going to get the call. I agree. Or uh, maybe contender series. I don't know. One of those. But I'm, I'm focused on tomorrow first. And, uh, All right. LFA tomorrow night on UFC Fight Pass. My man Mark Martin is fighting. Um, uh, what weight does Mark fight at? Got some more heat clean, bro. 70. 70. Nice. 170. Uh, he's ready to kick some ass. Don't get distracted, Mark. Okay, you seem very angry right now. You're probably cutting weight, right? No, nah, I already made weight. Oh, nice. We, uh, we weighed in this morning. So. so, what's your pre? What's your pre-fight ritual? Do you have anything that you do? Like, he bangs three white girls. <laughs> uh, Why do they got to be girls? Uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, don't be homophobic, Adam. Yeah. Uh, no, no real <laughs> rituals. Uh, I like to listen to music. That's probably about it. Let me get your autograph. I don't know. I think Tom's doing another podcast right now. All right, listen, people. So, where can people follow all of you guys? Grant, where can people follow you? You know what? Instagram. I hate Twitter because Twitter's full of cocksuckers. Follow me on Instagram. Okay. Someone said, "Don't be homophobic," and you see all that Twitter's full of cocksuckers. Thank you. I'm not. I'm not homophobic. I just hate Twitter. Yeah. No, cocksuckers could be either men or women. Okay. We're not. Yeah. Good point. Duh. It's gender neutral as an insult. Tom Lawler, what are you doing right now? What is Tom I'm doing? I'm over here, man. Oh, why is there weird noises coming from your fucking... What's going on? Because I got somebody else in here. I got Corey Hendricks in here. Oh, right. Well. Tell Corey I said hello. You want to look at him, Adam? You want to see my room? Is that what you want? Yeah. Does the PFL keep your room here? Do you guys have roommates in the PFL? No, he's got his own room, but, I mean, he's the only person I'm allowed to talk to, so... Oh, wait, no. Corey's fighting too, right, in the PFL? I'm sorry? Corey's in the PFL too, right? Isn't Corey in the PFL? No, he's just fighting boredom here along with me. Oh, nice. <laughs> Corey and, he, and, and like, we're failing. Corey only fights in like Abu Dhabi and like Russia and shit. Fucking oh, badass God. fighter. What's up, Corey? Who y'all got? Uh, Lance or Bubba? I got Bubba. They all have Lance. Who do you, who do you yeah. have, Mark? Lance. I've never seen Bubba fight. I'm going to go with Lance, though. I think Lance might gas him out late. I mean, Bubba's beating him four times in wrestling, though. This is wrestling. Same wrestling. 
Come yeah, it's a little different though. A little bit, huh? Uh, a little bit. Got it. And then who who do we like? Uh, you like Masvidal or um, Usman? I'm gonna go with Usman. And uh, let me talk to Hamill for a second. Hamill. Uh, yo, yo. Hamill, man, great fight in Bellator today. Great fight in Bellator. Ah, thanks, man. He's a tough, tricky bastard. You, you, you almost beat him, though. You almost beat him. Fuck, I was trying to knock him out. I couldn't take him down anymore. I think that Russian ass was all greased up. So I was like, <laughs> well, I guess it's time to throw hands. Now, David Michelle told me that you drove him from Phoenix to uh, New York. New York. And that you took about 80 Adderalls and that you kept waking him up the whole time. Going, going, look, look, the moon. Listen, the moon. if you're going to be fucking driving that long, something's got to be done. <laughs> and then he was trying to go to sleep, and I just was, I was ready to chat. I was ready to talk kept, about life. waking him up and saying, look, there's a tree over there. There's a tree. I don't know if it was that bad, but I was definitely chatty. <laughs> I was laughing my ass off, man. Well, <laughs> well, you had a great fight last week. When's your next fight? Uh, so that was the last fight of my contract, so we're getting – we're negotiating a new one right now, and then probably not till the end of summer. I got two college teammates that are getting married this summer, so that means I got two bachelor parties. So wow. I'm not I'm not trying to step on the scale anytime soon. And quit breaking my friend's uh, tooth at the uh, gym. My buddy said went to the gym and you broke his tooth the first day. Listen, I threw that knee to his gut and he dropped down like a jackass. <laughs> that was his fault. Okay, you all right, <laughs> all right. God, got it. All man. right, man. Good Take talking care. to you guys. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. So, uh, so Grant, who are we fighting next? So, you, you want Clay Guida? Probably not going to get Clay, though, right? I mean, I would be surprised, but they, they kind of sound like they're, they're into the fight, but we'll, we'll see what happens. All right, cool. Well, thanks for coming on the show. Filthy Tom fighting Shoeface next Thursday in the PFL. Can't, uh, Mark Martin is fighting there. What's the guy's name you're fighting? Uh, Ronaldo Valeni. And what do you know about him? Uh, pretty basic stand-up, uh, likes to grapple, so hopefully he try to wrestle. You seem very excited. All right, uh, Bill Dawes, uh, thank you very much. Mark, good luck, man. Keep kicking ass. Appreciate it. Thank you, man. Uh, and you guys can follow me at Adam Comedian. You guys are the best. Have a good day, guys. Thank uh, you.